What up, Red Day 26? And you're tuned in to the biz with D. Right here, right now. It's going down. Holla at your boys. We out.
this my new shit I'm the black bitchy bitch with the roof missing If it don't make dollars, don't make sense Z, wake up like I gotta get it And I got an engine for a trunk space I get money three ways, fucking bitches three ways Seven different farmers, plus she's no oblate But I make that bitch walk with some cheesecake Yeah I'm the coldest nigga I see Looking in the mirror like I wish I can be me She too into me, I'm more into money My hobbies are body, that pussy's my lobby I'ma eat it, I'ma eat it I don't lie, hold my dick too conceited I told her she my wife for the weekend But don't be acting like I need you cause we poppin' like Yeah, All my bitches got a real hair chillin' with the top down Feelin' like I'ma take her ass down, she bring her friend around My chain shine brighter than a strobe light. I'm trying to fuck Coco, this don't concern ice. If I mow the bone, she gon' mow the bike. A nigga ain't worried about nothing. Rehabilitation just had me worried about fucking. Money decision making, only worried about stunning. She worried about me, her nigga worried about fucking. I wanna see her body. body. Then she said, get inside of me. I wanna feel you, baby. Yeah. Just bring the animal right out of me. When I go down Now we fucking, she thugging Getting loud Cause we poppin' like hey, All my bitches got real hair Chillin' with the top down Screamin' like hey, I'ma take her ass down She bring her friend around Fuck them boots like hey, I'm a bougie ass nigga Like the roof at home We poppin' like hey, hey, We poppin' like Bitch from a mile away Valentine and that pussy It's a holiday uh, You losing money I win meals Dr. J She gon' follow my lead Simon said Paper, paper I'm riding scrapers In California Car smell like ammonia We got that stank on us Never been an outcast That stank on you From the ghetto But my bitch like Apollonia We in the hood Tatted like a Mexican Car too fast Give a fuck about pedestrians uh, And my section Less niggas More lesbians Got your bitch I'm that nigga Yeah, we poppin' like Yo, what's going on? This is Eric Ballinger, and you're chilling right here on The Biz with D. Yo. 
yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Thank y'all for tuning back into the bitch with D on Dr. Swing's radio with your one and only rock star, Big Dwayne, in the place to be was going down with y'all. Happy Wednesday, yes, March 11th. Woo, the time that definitely went by. April's almost here, tar season, woo, woo. Man, that daylight savings time definitely made a difference, but we're happy that y'all have joined with us tonight because we're going to be a bomb ass show. So let's, you know, let's talk about who we're going to have on tonight. Tonight, we're definitely going to have on, and welcome back, our boy Puma of Black Ink. Yes, I know y'all been watching the season, the things with him, he's getting a little, getting a little heated, and um, definitely going to talk about all that that's going on with him and see and you know find out what's going on with the business and, you know more so his personal life like his marriage and like that because you know we can talk about the stuff that always goes on on the shows all the time but y'all know that we're about you know actually talking about you know what the person has going on outside of a reality show um so we definitely welcome him back and we welcome his wife Kwani on who is so phenomenal shout out to Kwani um to talk about the fact that she, her love for photography um, and fashion, and you guys didn't know that, but if you guys watch this show, um, you guys would know that, and we'll find out in time um, as the episode goes on, um, she has a love for photography and fashion, that's why she was, you know, trying to really direct that shoot um, with Sassy and Walter the way she was, because she has an eye for the camera, so you can only respect a woman, um, like her to, you know, want to take, you know, a little bit of more leadership at the show, like, hey, this is what I do, so shout out to Kwan, and we also going to welcome Dej Lope, and I know y'all know who Dej is, let him try me, try me, yes, she will be joining with us to talk about, you know, the success of that record being recently signed to Columbia Records, shout out to them for definitely picking up on Dej, good move, and I mean, you know, just being independent and in how, you know, she's been able to come up with an innovative style by the help of her brother. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a blazing show. So, you guys don't want to move anywhere. Stay put, guys, because we got some entertainment news coming up in just a bit. But, um, I'm going to play something now. You know what? Let's get into a little bit of No Type, and then we're going to play some Nicki Minaj, because um, I was definitely going to play that uh, Truffle Butter. But, uh, let's get into No Type. Race Reverend. Yeah.
bitches is the only thing that I like. You ain't got no life. Cups with the ice, and we do this every night. Hey, I ain't check the price. I got it. I make my own money, so I spend it how I like. I'm just living life. And let my mama tell it, nigga, I ain't living right. Spend it how I like. Yeah, spending every night. Yeah, push start the wheel. Hey, brought it straight to life. Turn the life. Blowing on the cushion. Till I'm out of sight, I'm gone. I don't check the price, bitch. All I do is swipe. Woo. She say, what's your type? Yeah. I said, I like what I like. Yeah. I don't second guess, nah. I just roll the dice. Keep it moving. Keep your two cents. Hey. Take your own advice. Hey. I've been living life. Yeah. Like I live twice. I don't got no type. Nah. Take 
care, miss. Yo, I'm in that big boy. Bitches can't rent this. I floss every day, but I ain't a dentist. Your whole style and approach, I invented. And I ain't taking that back, cause I meant it. Umbrella 
of cash money and it just being a um, an association with Republic Records, then it can definitely work. So we're hoping that that can get all worked out. That way, you know, Wayne can be free of doing what he has to do, drop that album, because, you know, we all wait on that project. <laughs> so uh, we're definitely, definitely going to keep all that greatness with what they've got going on. And, you know, just hopefully that they can really settle on something and, you know, Wayne gets what he deserves his artists to get out of what they need because we went for Target albums too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you get the albums. Okay. So, Ludiverso is coming out March um, 31st. Yes, yes, yes. Ludacris' ninth album is finally coming out. Last night, he revealed on social media the track listening to the album. One of the features of dope, 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 dope people such as Usher, Monica, um, Gail, um, the interns produced a record called Good Loving Man. Talk about the interns, they're great. Uh, CeeLo Green is going to be a good project. So, y'all know it's going to be a dope project. And Luda has been waiting a long time to put this out, but you know, he's been doing his acting thing on Fast and Furious. about to come out this spring and summer. So, um, this time's going to, you know, he's definitely like, look, this is the time. Let's push this out. Um, while everything is good, he just dropped an EP in December, so we gotta give him his props right there, because Luke is one of the dopest rappers, but I think that people overlook his talent and ability, so, I'm just saying, but he's, but he's so dope, though, either way the wind blows, we, we, we fuck the kid, Luda. we like you, so, um, so yeah, being back, uh, I know you guys know that Snoop Dogg is coming back, and he just released his new single with Charlie Wilson called Peaches in Cream coming off of that upcoming album Bush. Now last week he took to Instagram, he revealed um you know, broke the pictures down of the artwork and it's definitely nice. It's it's, it's a bush. <laughs> it is a bush. And we gotta say, you know, I we love the creative side of, you know, Snoop Dogg. I think he's always been innovative of what um style wise he wanted to match uh, with his brand and you know, especially with him working with Columbia and Sony, they've always got, you know, some great minds of what how they want to put things and, you know, we're excited. We're excited. We're glad to see Dog you know, continuing to put these guys in under Snoop Dog. No shade, but I don't think Snoop Lion would have worked. I mean that was good for a thought. <laughs> you know, a thought is always great, but we're we're happy that, you know, he's going under Snoop Dogg. Um, I feel like even even Diddy, you know, Diddy's now going doing Puff Daddy Diddy, you know, so we might as well just be Snoop Dogg. Anyway, Sierra just shot the video last um actually this Monday for um I bet she dropped it on uh extra and it is a dope concept, you know, with very um I wouldn't say very central, but you guys got to check it out. It's a dope video. Um, she's a dancer in this video, you know, dancing as, you know, like a ballerina. I'm not exactly a ballerina, but, you know, leg warmers, you know, the white um, onesie type of thing. And it's dope because, you know, you've seen a whole nother, uh, you've seen the true essence of art. I feel like with the art of dancing, then you can see it in another um, positive light. It's always a brighter picture, especially with R&B music. Nowadays with R&B music, you have to um, fight with the fact that, you know, people are crossing over. 
and it can be a different cut situation. But Sierra is keeping it all the way 100 with this project. Jackie, which is um, named after her mother, because um, now, you know, with her being a mother, um, baby future, um, it's the time that she had with future, she's now, you know, seeing that, you know, the eyes to a mother like her mother um, and see the things that, you know, she couldn't see before. And it's dope. You know, Sierra kind of talks about that briefly with um, Extra um, as an interview. And I think that's, that's incredible that you can, you know, you can see things um, in a whole other light when great things happen to you. And, you know, she didn't explain the fact that with this project, the album was something that, you know, was very therapeutic. And I feel like, you know, you got a therapeutic album, that's that's great. You know, because a lot of people, they just put out these albums and it's not true to, you know, what's going on in your life. It was like, God, that's entertaining news. We, you know, I kind of blabbered a little bit, you know, but it's 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 what's going on in entertainment. But we going to have some more entertainment news, but let's get these jams going. Mario, Fireball, we're going to get these interviews going. They both up first, and then we just going to keep this thing wrong, because y'all know that's how we do it on My First Wings Radio. And we will talk about some our reality shows and television stuff like that, because Y'all, I know Love and Hip Hop was crazy. Black Ink was crazy. Empire's will be crazy. So we'll be back and we'll talk about all that stuff. And we're going to recap on Otis. Otis was a little bit late this week. So, you know, he laid on some flights getting back. So, you know, we'll let him slide. But he wants us to recap. So we'll be back. You can just call, call me Parker. Call me Parker. Top, don't water down that drink. Me down, girl, you know what I'm thinking. Cause it's way past 12, girl, you know where it's at. You ain't doing nothing if you ain't where I'm at. Let, 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 let the DJ know it's showing up. Break this back and do it, do it up. Money in a building like you never seen. Models, bottles on the ceiling, they falling for me.
drink whatever I'm pouring. She swallow fire, I know it. She wanted more, I bought her more, I'm bought her more, and you know it, yeah. I said I'm bought her more, and you know it, yeah. You know she drank whatever I'm pouring. She swallow fire, I know it. She wanted more, I bought her more, I'm bought her more, and you know it, yeah. I said I'm bought her more, and you know it, Um, hi, who is this? Sahima? Yes. Um, I believe you I I came in yesterday and you did uh, you did a, a bleach and dry for me. For me? Yes, you did a bleach and a dry for me. Me? Yes, you. Yesterday? Yes, yes, girl. What is bleach? I didn't use bleach anybody. Oh, but that's okay. Listen, I was in there yesterday, and one of the girls did a bleach and a dry to one of my wigs, and my hair. Oh, it wasn't me. Why you say me? I told my name to you. I said I'm sorry. Okay. Don't 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 fight me now. I, no, I, no, I'm not. I was. I'm like I didn't did bleach yesterday. Okay. Do you know who was it? I don't. It was it was the short brunette girl. The short what? Brunette girl, in the blonde, in the girl with the blonde hair. Okay. Um, what had happened was my wig was already like a dirty blonde, but then she put it in there, and when it was, I woke up, I woke up just like Beyonce, and it was green this morning. Oh. Yesterday. Yes, I'm trying to figure out which, what those short girls. What time you came yesterday? I came at twelve afternoon. Uh, 12 afternoon. Yes. We got to do something about this because my hair is green and I can't be going out with my boyfriend like this. Okay, then you come tomorrow. You can come tomorrow. Okay, who's going to do my hair? When you come in tomorrow, then anybody be here, they help you. Okay, I just, it, 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 who's, who's going to be there besides the shirt blonde and the brunette girl? Because they can't touch my wig no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, not her. She, they they picked them, um, uh, another girl. They not let uh, she do that. Yes. Then when you come in here, then um, talk with uh, anybody at the, the register. Okay, and, and what okay. were those girls' names again? I forgot. Um, the girls was here yesterday. It's at 12 o'clock. Yeah, some girls. Mm-hmm. I believe it was twelve o'clock. I didn't know it was a it was a blonde girl and a brunette girl. I don't know who was yesterday that it. Cause yesterday was Friday. 
No, today's Friday. Oh, today's Friday. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I looked at the wrong schedule. Yesterday is twelve o'clock. Yeah, you look at the you look at the wrong schedule. It's okay. Um, because my name is La Otis, and I came in there. Okay, her name was um um Haley. Haley. Yeah. Oh, you you have to tell her La Otis is very upset. Okay, okay. When you come in tomorrow, we take care of you. Okay. Okay. Is there is there a number I can reach her at because um, she told me she had this wet and wavy um gel. If I came come on Sunday, she was going she was going to touch the edges up. No, it's come tomorrow. Tomorrow Saturday. Right. Yeah, come tomorrow. But I want to check with her because she said if she got it, I don't got to go ahead and pay for it at the hair. No, you're not paying. You're not paying. Oh, you got it. Yes, yes. When you come in tomorrow, then they take care of you. Okay? Okay, because I'm trying, because she did me wrong, so I just need her, I need her to fix it. Okay, we fix it. Just come tomorrow. I I know, but I need, listen, like, you got to understand me. I need her. I understand. I'm with the client. Um, I have to take care of the client here also. But I'm a client, too. Yeah, you are, but I told you, come in tomorrow. Then tomorrow we take care of you. Okay. Okay. I, my hair don't fall out because you're not paying anything. We take care of you. Okay, because if my hair falls out and I look like Jenny Craig, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna be fierce. Uh, come tomorrow, we have to look at your hair. Then we talk about that. Okay. Yes. Can you? Oh, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Can you? Are you? Can Can you do my hair tomorrow? As a matter of fact, um, I'm off tomorrow. Oh, damn! I was going to do I thought I was going to see you. I told the other um, uh, chef manager or manager today to take care of you. Okay. I need okay. to do me a Keisha Cole yeah. job, okay? When you come in in the morning, talk about, um, ask about the manager. Yes, and, and I'm then, Cole. Yes, yes. And, and tell Miss Haley, I'm very upset about my weave. Okay. Green. How she put color on your wig? Um... See, well, the thing is, my my lace weave is in. So okay, when you come in tomorrow, ask for manager. Okay. Then we take care of you, okay? Yeah, and we we're gonna have to take the we gonna take the weave out too, cause okay, oof. okay, all right. My scalp is dry. Okay. But See you won't tomorrow. be tomorrow. Can you okay. make a note of this song? Yes. And your okay. name was again? I put. I put when you come in tomorrow, then talk the manager be the whole day here. Then she take care of you, okay? Okay. All right, bye. Can I make an appointment for my son? No, we not make appointment. No, oh, so I, oh, so my son can just come and he can get his? Yes, just running with you. Okay, because he need an old nasty Michael Jackson wavy curl. Okay. When you come in, then we take care of you. Okay, you can, can y'all do a Michael Jackson cut for him with the weed? Miss, you have to come. You have to come, and he's coming. We have to look at the hair. Then we say it. If we can, we do it. If it is not, then it's not. Okay. We have to see his hair. Okay. I'm okay. My teacher called Michael Jackson. Uh-uh. No, she didn't. Why 
over there looking at me? Why you over there looking at me? Over there looking, got a staring problem and you fucking. I know you see my girl stop fronting. I could tell you up to a little something. Hold up, I'ma play it cool, baby, roll on. Why you make your way and get over here? My girl ain't down and it's over. Just tell her that she looks good when I'm over. In the first place, pull one up, baby, don't be too thirsty. Groupie love ain't never gonna work. See, hoes ain't loyal and never keep it low key. That ain't alright. I'ma take a shot, couple shots through the night Tell a joke, keep it fun, make a feel it's alright Give you the game, hotel And bet a hundred that I take them to the hotel I said, why you over there looking at me? While I'm with my girlfriend Why you over there looking at me?
talking, 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 living me great. I wish I never met him, never slept with him, never ain't by myself. Would have known better. Would have never stayed together with you.
and I never saw it coming. It was crazy, and it's like, it leaves a little scar, you know what I mean? But these scars are like little reminders that you got through it, (laughs) and not to look back. Double entendre, I guess. Because <laughs> you're leaving. You're scarred. But you're also healed. And you don't have to worry about bleeding anymore. You know, a scar. It's like it symbolizes healing. So, it's good that you got the scars and you leave. Because you healed up. Alvarna and you're listening to the Biz with D. Jesus. 
on Instagram, some other chick just tagged him. You don't understand him, boo, you on another planet. Nine o'clock on Sunday night, do you know where Lemonade, 
Yo, what's up? This is Days Loaf, and I'm hanging out with the biz for my boy D. I already know what time it is. Let's get it. Days Loaf. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in back into my Fierce Moons Radio. The biz with you, with your one and only rocks on the mic, David Dwayne. We got our girl, Days Loaf, on with us. What's going on? What's up? What's going on with you, man? Doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good right now in Detroit, working in the studio. Things like that. Working on the album. Ooh, nice. You, now, you know I can't wait for that album because you be dropping them all. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. No doubt. So just in case, you know, people want to know you, you, you know, which they should because Try Me is, is the, the hottest song out right now. And, and if they don't know, I feel like they're trying us and not knowing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I, um, tell me, you know, how you got yourself with the rap and, and um, all that. Well, I always loved to write when I was a kid, so it just turned into, like, what it is today. Like, I grew up a shy kid. You know, I didn't really tell people that I could actually rap up until, like, you know, high school. And after high school, you know, I kind of found myself. And I was went out to college for a couple of years. So I kind of found myself and I found, you know, my swagger and things like that. So I was more, I gained a lot of confidence and started recording. And here we are today. Right. And listen to my swag. Because you have swag for real. Like, I love your style. I know people have been criticizing you about it or they've been saying, and they've been saying good things about it. What made you want to go for, like, the style that you go for? Could you repeat that? I can't hear you. I was saying, what made you want to go for um, the style, you know, that you wear? Choice of style. Um, it, was just, it was just original. Like, I've always been, like, had this, you know, a difference about me than just, you know, everybody around me, which is how I got my name. I just, me wanting to be, like, different, like, and not even forcing it, but just, like, I knew I didn't want to dress like everybody else and, you know what I'm saying, and do what everybody else was doing. So, you know, here I am in high school, and everybody's wearing Jordans and Nikes, and, you know, I myself was buying Jordans every weekend, just like just like everybody else. So I just thought to myself, like, hey, maybe I should switch my style up and start wearing, like, loafers and, you know, change it up on them, you know what I'm saying, like, how there be a, a girl in high school just wearing nothing but Gucci loafers, like, you know. <laughs> so that's how I got my name, just the idea of just wanting to just not be like everybody else. So my style just really came natural. And my older brother definitely helped me out a lot with it because he used to do, like, cut-up jeans and things that are now hot. Like, he's doing it then. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough to have him, like, having me ahead of everybody else when it came to, like, fashion and things like that. Right. And I and shout out to your brother for helping you like, you know, you know, like come up with your style because I really love it and it fits it fits your music, it fits your persona. Um and that's what a lot of people don't do. They don't take account their personality with what they wear. Some people they just wear shit, I'm gonna keep it one hundred and you know. They just wear stuff and it looks ridiculous. It's like you are R and B singer, but you wearing stuff like you playing for the New York Knicks. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
gonna say it's just, it's just natural. I don't force anything when I when I get dressed or whatever I feel like. You know, I just put it on. Exactly. Now tell everybody about the the latest mixtape that you have, which I absolutely, absolutely love. Come about that project because it's so dope. Um, the mixtape is called So So. It's um people don't know a lot about my first mixtape. It's called Just Do It. And so so was supposed to be was supposed to originally be a sequel to the first mixtape, but I didn't drop it until like a couple years later because I wasn't in a you know a correct position to drop it. So I waited, you know, till I was able to, and I put it out this this past October, 2014. Mm-hmm. And this is a song, just fun songs on there, and just you know, just real life songs. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to, you know, let the world know that it's, it's deeper than just one song. So when I put that out, so it's you know, it's a great body of music. And, um, yeah. And let's talk about um, the record On My Own, because that's definitely like a reality record. You know, I, I love, I just love the concept of it. You know, tell the um, listeners about that record right there. On My Own is a record produced by Hannah Costello. Um, this is a record that, um, self-explanatory on my own. Like, I did everything on my own, like, to get where I am now. Like, you know, there were times where nobody was helping or even thought to help or anything. And I was just, you know, out by myself. And that's where the song came from, you know, just me and my feelings about, you know, how I did everything on my own. And, yeah, just for, like, people like myself, you know, if you work hard to get where you are now, like, it's your anthem, it should be. Right. Did it on my own, didn't need anybody, don't owe anybody. Right, that's so true, and it's so true, and I gotta say, you know, you, you really doing this thing, thing to become from Detroit, and just period, the fact that um, you got a, a situation with uh, Columbia Records is so amazing, congratulations on that, even though it's it's not like new news, but congratulations. Like, mm-hmm. that's huge. Thank you. It's, it's, it's still pretty new. <laughs> a lot of people don't even know. But, um, yeah, it's a pretty big deal coming from, coming from where I'm from. Like, people don't make it that far, you know, to be able to even sign a record deal with a label like Columbia. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's a pretty big deal. I and mean, I'm happy and I'm going to work hard to make sure, you know, I become one of the best over there at the label. Right. You definitely are, especially with your record, Try Me, which I mentioned. And everybody should know it. Like I said, if they don't know it, they, they, they're crazy. So you got to tell me how you came up with the concept of that record, because that just, it, it, it's real. It's real. It's a realist record. Um, Like I said, I write music based off emotion, and that's how I was feeling at the time. Um, I'm very family orientated. Like I'm head over heels over my family, so it was just you know a lot of things happening, and I was just kind of like you know let somebody try me. <laughs> I'm saying I want to say whole family. So it's just based off emotion, like that's how I was feeling. Right. Um, mhm. Now does it really go down like that, Beige? If somebody tries you for real, can it go down like that? I mean, anything can happen, you know what I'm saying? Not with just me, but just anybody. I mean, right. a lot of people made songs like Try Me, but they didn't just say it like, you know, well, 
let them try me and I'm going to keep their whole family, but they may have just said the lyrics different than, uh, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I think we all feel the same way about our families. Right. You know, and, yeah, like I say, every day I live in Detroit and things happen every day, so, yeah. Never know. I'm not saying like I'm out here just shooting people in the face or anything like that, but I'm crazy about my family and that's that's really all the song is about. Right. So now what's um what's next for you? Do you have another single and video get ready to all come out soon? Yeah, the new single we just um put out is called We Be On It. It's actually on the mixtape too. Okay. But um, we just put it on iTunes for sale, so you guys can go get that. Um, and yeah, like more videos, new music. We're working on an album. Like, this is going to be a lot of those stuff coming up. Nice. I'm excited for you because you really you make great music, and a lot of people rock with you. It's like, and, and the fact that you're younger than your 20s and you're doing it and you've accomplished so much, like, yo, that's dope. I appreciate it, man. So bless you. Well, Gage, thanks so much for this interview. We definitely um, love chatting with you. So, like, I definitely got to come back when the album uh, comes out. Hopefully, we'll get back when the album comes out. We need to sit down in New York and do it up big, party style. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Just set it up. Let's get it. Absolutely. So, we have you do it. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Aaron Campbell. You with my man, D, on the biz. Dollar sign, dollar, dollar, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Oh, no. Let a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get his whole fucking family. And I ain't playing with nobody. Fuck around and I'ma catch a body. Let a nigga try me, try me. I'ma get his whole fucking family. I'm a cat. 
what? I leave your fam in the wake morning. Uh, uh, I take uh, to the doctor with a revolver. Uh, hit the passenger, then hit the driver. I move like a monster, you shit is funny. I can like you do a zombie, shit get ugly. I hate bum bitches, window shopping. Like a lot of money, you can see my pockets. I wear heavy juice, shake me all brocky. Kilo, come to your piece, hit you in your lobby. I lay a nigga down if he try to rob me.
I put you on to that new But you took advantage of you took advantage of you took advantage I cannot understand I cannot understand I cannot understand it I thought you'd always be there for me Yeah, yeah But if you ask me if I knew better now Hell yeah you can keep that bitch over there, there. Giving me the ugly shit that, 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 The one with the silicone that right And the Brazilian hair yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't gonna respect me No, 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 soon I ain't there I'm gonna. Oh. See, I got you comfortable Now you ain't really scared But I bet you start loving me love Soon as I start loving someone else Somebody better than you uh, I bet you start needing me Soon as you see me with someone else Somebody else on the mic, David Duane, and right now we have Kwani of Black Ink. You guys know who Kwani is. She's Puma's wife, and she's just so awesome. How's it going, Kwani? Thank you. I'm good. Everything is cool. Just right. trying to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right, and it's so great to talk to you uh, and to have you on the show right now. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you no, so much. No Thank doubt. you for having so, me. Anytime. So let me ask you about um, deciding to do the show, um, Black Ink, because I know we, we saw you do a couple of different appearances um, with your husband, Puma, um, and your daughter. What, what made you want to come on this show um, full time? Um, well, from the beginning, like when it was when Puma first told me 
that he was doing the show, like, I told him I didn't want to be on it. I didn't want anything to do with it or whatever. Like, this is your thing. This is, you know, what you're trying to do with yourself, your future and everything. If you want to involve the baby, that's fine. But everything changed once, you know, I be- I became, like, really big pregnant. Everyone realized I was pregnant, and it was a good way to show Puma's life. So that's how I actually got involved because I agreed to actually show that part of his life. Me being involved more is just that you've seen me, you see me get birth, you see me get engaged, you see me get married, but no one actually knows my story, you know? Right. So I had to, like, I felt like I needed to actually show people that it's more to me than just being Puma's wife. Because when I'm out, it's like, oh, that's Puma's wife. Some people can't even pronounce my name right. So I'm more than that. I've always been more than that. He's my other half, but I'm not just his wife. I'm right. his mother. I'm someone's daughter. You know, I have dreams and aspirations, too besides being someone's wife. And do you feel like that's been a hard thing for to get people to understand instead of just being, you know, Puma's wife and you actually being a person of your own? Yeah, it, it, it's kind of hard because people see it as me complaining. Like I'm complaining mm. about my life with him. It's not about complaining. It's about compromise. And that's all I wanted from him is just, you know, compromise. Help me, like help me help me. <laughs> help me help myself right. in a way, you know. So it's, but people don't understand. They just they see what they want to see. They hear what they want to hear, and they they decipher it the way they want to decipher it. And I can't change anyone's you know perspective on my relationship with my husband from what you see on TV. And um, let's even you know go for, further with that because as we saw when you went to Paris with Sassy and um, Duchess, right? When you went to Paris with them, you you had um Cole Puma on um, Facetime, and you you know you um see that he was just exhausted, laying down, like not really working. Um, at that time, was it exactly how we see it on the show, how it was edited, or was there more to it that, you know, where you, you know, got frustrated? It was the time difference because <laughs> what I didn't realize is that I would wake up and I will be all excited and I want to call everyone and tell them about my day, not realizing that there's like a six-hour time difference and it's like 6 o'clock in the morning while it's noon for me. Right. So I guess, like, you know, Puma does a lot of gigs. Like, when he goes out, he promotes, he does club appearances, he, you know, he hosts different things. So he would, I guess he had been out late that night, and I called him at 6 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. In New York, everything doesn't close till 4 o'clock. So he probably had just gotten home. You know, me being me being a female, being in my emotions, it's, it happens. <laughs> Absolutely. And, it, and you have every right to, you know, have felt that way or feel like, uh, maybe maybe it's not you know, this time right now that it maybe it's really, you know, him just being lazy or something like that because it happens, especially, you know, being in the industry so many times there'll be those bookings and then things don't fall through and, you know, it's one of those things that happen. It's like a slippery slope. Yeah, that's the one thing about Puma is like he – like he always tells me, like this is work, this is work, and I and I and I may I may still complain until I actually have to go out with him and see mm-hmm. that it's actually work. When he has to do those club appearances and he has to take all of these pictures with different people and he has to talk to people about the show, and it really is work because maybe that's not something that he wants to do at that moment, but he's getting paid to do it. Right. So it's like I had to see it for myself in a way. I had to see like what he does and how he does it, how he goes about it, in order for me to understand why he's not at home all the time. Absolutely. And how would you say um, you guys' relationship um, has been since you guys got married? And I've got to say congratulations. I, even though it's, it's, uh, it's been a, not not that long, um, but it's still fairly a, a new um, marriage. Well, let's see. Me and Puma, we've been 
almost together since 2010. <laughs> and then so it's like when I got I got pregnant in 2012, 2013, I'm engaged and I'm married that same year. It was wow. like it kind of fast forwarded in a way, it fast forwarded from where we were to where we were just like this couple just dating, having fun. Then we moved in together. Then I'm pregnant. And it just like went fast forward there. So right now we're about to hit our second year in July. Mm-hmm. And I can say the second, like the, since July, it's been kind of easier. Like as everyone always says, that first year is very hard. And I admit that first year was very difficult. Yeah, because you're still, you know, you're still getting to know each other. And especially in a different um, way than, you know, just being boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Now it's like, okay, we have a child that we have to take care of together. We have a household that we have to take care of together. And a lot of times, Paul just wants to be, you know, the head of the household. He wants to hold everything down. He doesn't want me to worry about things. But that's not how I am. I've always been a very independent person, right? Straight out of high school, I went straight to college. I didn't finish, but I didn't go back home afterwards. I never moved mm. back in with my mom. I've always been very independent. I worked a full-time job. And that's how when I met Puma, I was working a full-time job. I was doing photography. I was doing fashion. I was doing oh, wow. my own thing. Yeah, so it's like from there for me to just go from just about to hit my peak in a way and then get pregnant, high-risk pregnancy. You can't move. You have asthma. Don't do anything. And right. then you have a baby. You really can't do anything now. So it's just mm-hmm. been like a roller coaster. Right. And and that's so dope that you um now now I get the fact of, you know, you wanting to be um, you know, do stuff in um fashion. Yeah. Since you've already had, I had that actually, experience. I'm, I'm a very self taught person. I love to teach myself things. I'm on YouTube, I'm on Google. I I just like so I taught myself how to sew. And I taught myself how to use Photoshop and do photography and lighting and stuff like that just because I can, like, build a career where I can, you know, help myself in the future. I don't want to just work for somebody else. I don't want to continue to work for somebody else. I did that for a long time at a law firm. So I just want to right. be a for my family. Like, Puma, Tamia would look at her father and say, well, he's done this, that, and the third. What can she say her mom has done? And I want her to get to say her mom is doing something also. Right. Absolutely, and and that's and that's a good a way and approach to have because you know there's so many different um, families in our culture, um, you know, young that the the parents aren't doing anything and they're just relying on the system. They're not even you know teaching their kids how to do anything. Their kids not in any type of programming in school. So I've got to say I definitely like respect you and Puma um, as like parents, you know, for even doing the things that you guys do, um, and it's so admirable. But, you know, we're not we're not perfect parents at all. Like, we have our moments, but at the end of the day, there's certain things that we want to instill in her, and we want to instill that, you know, you have to be a good person. I don't, I don't, like, we don't listen to, like, regular music in our house. My whole house is filled with children's music all day, because there's no way in hell that I'm going to see my daughter twerking or doing some shmoney dance or something like that. I'm not in right. on anything right now when it comes to music because that's not how I want to raise her. I don't want to raise her in that way where her main priority is the latest trend and music and boys and everything. I want her to – she likes – she draws and stuff, and she's only two. I want her to, you know, explore herself and not worry about others right. that don't matter, you know? And Puma's very involved. He makes sure that he's always there with her, and I tell him all the time, like, don't be that dad – because he's, he's never that dad. I'm like, don't be that dad where she has to question, you know, where you are and, you know, is she going to see her dad? 
don't be that person. Always be there for her. And he has it. True. That's very true. And so tell me a little bit more about, um, like, you know, the photography and the fashion you were doing um, before the show and everything, before you, like, I stopped working. Yeah, I had actually, when I was, I was working a full-time job in a law firm, and I had invested in a nice camera. So I started doing my photography. I had a sewing machine. I had a friend who was teaching me how to sew. I would make a few pieces for myself to wear out. They weren't perfect. But, you know, the good thing about it is that Puma always supported me, and he would tell me how nice I looked in my outfit. There were certain pieces that he actually liked. And that was from, like, a good, from about August up until January I was doing that. And then I found out I was pregnant. And that whole first trimester, I was sick. I was like the bad morning sickness person. There was no time I wasn't throwing up. So I couldn't go out. I couldn't sew. I couldn't do my photography because the moment I got, walk out the door, I got I feel sick again, you know? Right. So it's like it just everything just sidetracked. My camera got stolen when I went when I flew to Florida to go see my grandmother last year. Oh, wow. I guess TSA took took my camera out of my suitcase, and I didn't realize it until I was on my way to Paris, and I was packing my suitcase over. Like, my camera's gone, and I had a note from TSA. So it's like I, every time, I keep hitting roadblocks when it comes to the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to do. I want to do my photography. I couldn't do that. My camera got stolen. Um, right now, I've been trying to get a good sewing machine and stuff to get this to work, and I'm about to work with a few designers to get some pieces made, but I really want to make it myself. I, want to, I, I, love, I love the thought of being self-made. I want to make myself. I'm sorry if I'm all over the place. My brain is, like, all over. <laughs> You're good. You're just like me, and that's how I am on a regular. And I, but I get it, though. It's, it's the creative mind and being yeah. able to want to incorporate everything. And, and I get exactly. that because I've had those moments where, okay, I buy a camera that's fairly decent, you know, do a cover events like that, and just to get by, and they're like, oh, crap, well, I need a light now. Oh, crap, well, I just bought the light now. It's broke. I've had those exactly. moments. And even even with fashion, I've been like, oh, okay, you know, I want to not have to depend on somebody to design for me. I want to design it myself. I want to get Because it. it's your vision. Right. And that's exactly. so important. So, that's all I want. I just want my vision to, I just want to be able to see my vision and feel my vision and just love it. <laughs> that's all I want. Absolutely. I'm ready so for now. it. I feel like I've waited long enough. Oh, yeah, and, and now it's like the perfect time, you know, um, 2015, you know, it's definitely like the year of, you know, just getting it done and just doing it. And besides the fact of being on the show, you know, um, it's just the perfect time to do it. Yeah, exactly. So I read my horoscope. It told me that this is going to be a good year for me, so I'm just going to continue with that that positive fact in my head. <laughs> Hope so. Really do. Yeah. Absolutely, and I and I've got to say, just keep keep at it because like you're in a good setting, you know, living in New York, and I'm sure you've got connections and with your creative mind. Because I'm connecting, I'm connecting with you. That's why I I have to stop and question for a second. I'm literally connecting with your creativity right now, and I'm just Thank like so I'm much. excited for you, no doubt. Thank you. So now, That's tell awesome. Me, um, I'm I'm I, I'm happy when people understand where I'm trying to come from. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people don't understand sometimes. They just think I'm all over the place. Come on, Mia, let's go. Listen, it's, it's, I'd say people that aren't in this industry or don't have that creative mind, uh, being innovative and wanting to do something and have meaning behind it, they don't. They 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 have no idea. 
and it's and it's unfortunate to say that, but they just have no idea. Like it's just something to run with at the moment, and there's like really no future towards it. Like you don't really see a future in what you're doing. It's just for the moment. I would like to start something where I actually have a future in it. You know, I don't want to just do it for right now because the right now isn't going to pay for everything I'm going to need done in the future <laughs> at all. Absolutely. So tell me about the um, you know, the line that you're gonna um be doing. Well, I actually had. Because I'm I'm very I'm into structured clothing like clean lines, a lot of draping and stuff like that. So I'm working to get something that maybe you know there's a lot of females like me who had kids and don't want to go out with the sheer dresses on, you know, but they want to feel sexy. I want to make something where you can feel sexy but not look like a slut in the process because you're a mom. I feel right. very uncomfortable in certain things like this. I'll go out and I'll charge them on like, okay, this isn't right for me. I'm a mother. I can't be going outside with my hips out, making it look like I have no underwear on. That's just not appropriate to me. So I just want to make something that's, you know, available for people like me who don't feel comfortable but still want to be sexy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women are definitely going to be um, looking forward to that because a lot of people are, you know, that's the kind, that's like the in style instead of all this shit. Excuse my French. Yeah, everything like is out bandex and... Yeah, I'm I'm over it because I have to like I, I'm not I'm not a sick person. I don't have like this this crazy video vixen model shape, you know. So it's like I can't. I'm not gonna go out with a skin tight dress on with my little petite self. Like <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Right. Like I want to I want to so, you know cover up a little bit. I don't want to be showing ass and everything else. You know, everything. You gotta exactly. remember, I'm a mother. <laughs> you know. Exactly, and too. when I got pregnant, the first thing Puma said was, "Please don't wear booty shorts anymore." That was <laughs> like, "Okay, I got you. No more. I will never do it again." And I have it. I don't do. I don't do like the really, really short show, shorts anymore. You don't need to see all of that. Right. For sure. For sure. Well, Kwame, thanks so much um, for this interview. I definitely appreciate it. Chatting with you. Thank you, you for um, having me. This is fun. Definitely love your energy and definitely like when the show, you know, after the finale, so I think definitely have to have you come back and then chat a little bit more because I definitely appreciate, like, your creative energy. Oh, Tony, tell everybody <laughs> where, they can, um, where they can follow well, 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 on well, social media. Well, okay. okay, my Instagram is Mrs. underscore Kwani D. That's Q-U-A-N-I-D-E-E. And my mm-hmm. Twitter is Kwani underscore D. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Always forget my Twitter one. <laughs> I have that feeling too because I have like so many. I'm like, damn, what is my Twitter? And then I just change it to something more memorable. Yeah. <laughs> Always forget <laughs> it. I forget the underscore. <laughs> you know what? That's why I had to get rid of mine. It was like that fucking underscore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm in I think I'm in I think I'm in 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 I'm in I
way too much Hate when you say that I play too much When I get too close, I'ma touch that subject I can read your body, that's it Quit all that yapping, need less talk and a little more action yeah. Now girl, keep it G, know you speak a little freak I can hear it in your accent Said, tell me, can you understand my language? If you try and ride, just stay in my lane There's no other way to explain it and lame it Fuck who you came with It's not a lot that Everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Biz with D right here on My Fear Swings Radio. We got our boy Puma from Black Ink back on with us. What's going on, man? What's going on, David? How are you? Good to speak to you again, sir. Definitely. Great to speak to you. Doing great. How about yourself? Um, you know, like I just said, besides the bullshit, I'm pretty awesome. Can't complain. Yeah, absolutely. Well, definitely got to say, man, this season of Black Ink is crazy. What's your um overall thoughts on everything that's going on right now? Um... It's interesting enough, but I feel like there's a lot of people who are just watching maybe Black Ink for the first time, third season, and a lot of them mm-hmm. don't know, like, what happened in first season and second season, and, you know, they're, they're not really, some people don't get the whole storyline of what they're seeing and why they see what they see, you know? Some people right. are just new, new watchers, and I appreciate the new watchers, you know what I mean? Like, 
people who are hearing it from word of mouth, like, yeah, you should watch that Black Ink show. And some people are just watching it for the first time, and they're hooked, you know what I mean? But some of them still have to watch season one and season two to really get an understanding of what's going on in season three, you know? And I'm glad people are now watching it, the new, that there's always new viewers. It's, it's just a great show, and, I mean, we've talked about it before with all the stuff that you're doing. I'm glad that, um, you know, they can even see, you know, you got your own shop mm-hmm. and all that other good stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm glad that people get to see the good and the bad, though. Like, I feel like in the first two seasons, it made look like, you know, my – my relationship was just perfect, and at the end of the day, no relationship is perfect. You know what I mean? Like, I like people to see what a real married couple goes through in their first year of marriage. You know, like, it's impossible for everything to be perfect, you know, regardless if you're on TV or if you're just living your regular life, you know? That's very true. And speaking of marriage, we just talked to um, Kwani, and uh, we talked about uh, when she got, you know, very frustrated with, you know, not being able to um, uh, understand it you know, the time difference and stuff like that with the, when she was in Paris. When that all um, happened at that time, what was, like, going through your mind besides being exhausted at that point in time? Well, I mean, you know, like people always say, you know, they, they just look at the negative, you know. They look at, oh, look, her iPad is broke. And it's like, okay, that's all people see. And they're not really paying attention to nothing else, you know. Like, um, end of the day, I picked up. <laughs> That's the thing. I actually picked up. Like nobody thought about that part. Like there's a six hour time difference from Paris to New York. So, you know, be at certain times it could be really early in the morning and it could be really late at night. But regardless I saw my wife's name, I picked up. I was half dead, but I still picked up. You know, people People don't appreciate nothing. And that's the most important part that you did pick up. Um and I wish yeah. I would have given you, like, your credit for that. I'm just like, yo, give my boy a, a break. We we get quite <laughs> perspective, too. Give him a break, you know? Yeah. No, no, no. But like I said, I feel like it's almost like you, and like I said, from watching the first two seasons of Black Ink, it's almost like people expect me to be perfect. I've come to realize, like, but now, nah, like, you know, it's, that's one thing that I'm I'm kind of glad that people are seeing my imperfections. I am not a perfect person. You know what I mean? There's right. mistakes I make. I I have I have emotions. I have I have feelings. I have moments. I am I am not this superhero named Puma. You know what I mean? I'm a regular human named Puma, and I, I feel like that's where America sometimes gets it wrong. You know what I mean? Like I guess they expect everything to be perfect on television, and they don't realize that that's not the real just of everything. Right. And even what they're seeing on television isn't perfect, you know, because, you know, re- in all actuality, you know, a reality in somebody's life isn't perfect. It's just still with the good, bad, and the ugly. And um, last, let's, since, you know, we're talking about the ugly, you and these, um got guys are back at it again with the, uh, the fight. What what happened with that exactly? Because I'm sure there was more to it that really triggered it um, with the whole thing. That happened. I mean, like I said, this is, like I, I said before, this is stemming from seasons. This is not just something that just happened and, you know, like, oh, my God, why is Puma being here? He just, I, like, I, my first thing when I read all these comments, I'm like, a lot of these people really must not watch the Black and Crew show because I right. really remembered 
where people came to Ink124 and all the slander that I got as people walked into my business. I don't think anybody remembers that, but I kind of do because I watched that episode. And I got a lot of slander from other people, you know what I mean? People talking all types of crap about me for episodes about my new business and how much I... I'm a traitor, and I betrayal people because I got fired, and I went above myself to keep trying to feed my family. I am a horrible right. human. And this is like the image that is painted to me and how people really believe that. Like, that's the illest, that's the illest craziest part about it. It's like they totally forget about all the hate that Puma gets, how people were talking about his kid ain't his, and all this other stuff. And I always just took it as, like, a grain of salt and kept it moving. Right. One moment when I'm cracking jokes with people, like, you have a super boring party. There's nothing going on. So, you know, the New Yorker and me, I like to crack jokes. If anybody mm-hmm. knows me, we crack jokes. You know what I mean? They make jokes. These people made jokes about Ted having sex with Sassy's mom. Those were all jokes, correct? I mean, right. that, that was all a joke, 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 joke. But other people can't take jokes when they, it's a little, you know, touchy. And that's the messed up part about it, you know what I mean? Like, it makes me look like the hater, but it's not really just me being a hater. It's me making jokes of people who always make jokes of me. So, because uh, I'm I'm doing a little better, and my jokes are a little bit more cutting. It's a little bit more like I'm hating now. It's not that. It's life, man. It's that's how it is, yo. Like you got to talk about, you know, if you're doing good, you're not going to talk about you doing good. You're going to just talk about all the bad stuff still. Right, and that's, that's what people need to hate. That's and that's what people don't like. There, there. They want you to be that. I've been dealing with that actually all week. It's people you can't win with humans. I've come to realize. Like I had somebody tell me I'm fame crazy. Puma is fame crazy. Now, David, you've seen me in public. You've been around right. me. I am the most chill human being ever. I don't walk around right. no security. I walk up to people. You ask me to take a picture. Shit, hell yeah! I will sit there, take a picture with you, have a conversation. I'm a very cool individual, you know what I mean? But with humans, the best part is, like, what's the most common question you always get when people see you? How are you? Now, if you say, I'm all right, oh, he's gassed up, yo, he don't talk. If you say, I'm doing great, oh, he's Hollywood, he thinks he got it all, he's bragging. Yep. You can't you can't win. It's just no winning with humans, yo. It's, you can't do nothing that will make anybody happy. Regardless, like you know what I mean, it's it's just life. As long as you're doing good, everybody's always going to be happy, like angry at you. Mm-hmm. And I'm even noticing that myself. Goes. I noticed that myself with yeah. like my platform and what I've been able to do with like different clients, myself, and people being like, "Oh, he's being a Hollywood." I'm like, "No, I'm not being a Hollywood. I'm just having standards and being who I am as individual. I'm not yeah. boosting myself. You get proud of where you get proud of your come up, right?" Why well, not be proud of your come up? Like you're like you're supposed to be upset that you you've come from wherever you came and you're on your way to doing something else. You're supposed to just stay quiet and not talk about it and just keep it all to yourself. If you say anything, people get you know, they, they feel a way. They feel like you're a hater and it's like, No, I'm not a hater, I'm just freaking bigging up myself. Like you you're supposed to do that, you know what I mean? Like that's why I love Kanye West. I swear I do. That man mm-hmm. it bigs up himself. Muhammad Ali bigged up himself. Like, these people were haters. They believe in themselves. What's wrong with believing in yourself? That, you know? That's what's wrong. People always want to get put on and stop believing in themselves. Right. Life. 
And that's, and that's a huge problem, you know, kind of talking about your shop and everything. How, how's everything going? Because I see the business is really going, um, and even with the clothing line. Well, it's, it's the, the clothing line is going. Shout out to IUFONY. Where, uh, the clothing line is going good. We're getting into accessories right now. I got these uh, iPhone cases I'm about to put out to the public, and I'm still working with that because, you know, that's, that was all brand new to me. Like, I've, I've never – I've been around fashion for years, but I never was, like, a fashion designer or a fashion owner. So it's all new, and I'm still learning. Everything with business is a learning experience. With the shop, as you watch the Black Ink Crew show, you will see what happens with Inkwood 2-4 and how it goes up and down, you know what I mean? And just know that life's failures bring lessons. And I'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. Not to say that Amen. A is a failure, but but with with dealing with humans and people, and when you're going in certain lanes, and as you get you know as you get bigger, you start realizing that even people you trust and believe in that you know all your life, they still have alternative motives, you know. And you get to watch all that, and you get to see what I go through, and it, it's still going to have a lot of people still hating. Some people are still not. A lot of people may not like me this season. May, a lot of people may understand me this season. Personally, I'm just glad to be able to be on TV and just show real-life situations. That's what the best part at the end of the day. I know one thing they do understand, that you dropped that uh, lemon pepper chicken on the ground. <laughs> yeah, man. But it, if you see how greasy it was, too, though, man, it was a little too greasy for me, man. You know, I got high blood pressure and cholesterol. I don't need all that, man. So, you know, I was kind of over it. I was just mad I had so much lemon pepper on my lip at the time. <laughs> so it was, per- it was just a perfect yeah. time for the be dropping. Like, look, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you know, at the end of the day, too, man, I, I just like I, I, I apologize to a lot of people because if you really like, there's some people who really, really know me and know my mindset and how I think about stuff, and right. I wasn't happy with myself. Don't make. I don't want people to be thinking like, oh my god, yeah, Puma thinks he's the man because he dropped a piece of chicken or he was trying like that was more of a moment where out of anger and I did something disrespectful and mm-hmm. it's like, I, I regret what I did at that moment. But what was going on at that time, I really don't, because like I said, there's a lot of stuff that's been said to me that has been done to me that I've never said nothing. Not a word. Like, you know what I mean? Like people have disrespected me on a whole different level. And I've always just taken it with a grain of salt and just kept it moving. But then there's one time where I'm just making my own jokes. And like I said, people just take it too serious. So it is what it is, but I still apologize for my random moment. I mean, to the people, not to the people that I had the moment with, but more to the right. kids that watch, to the people that watch me who are fans that may not want to be a fan of me no more because they feel I'm a hater, which is far from the fact. But right. you know, I apologize to those, you know. Yeah, and you know what? I, I they they're allergic to realists. That's what it all comes down to. When people see yeah, the I mean, real, they, they hate that. Yeah. No one, no yeah, one wants well, to be real. You, yeah, you can never speak with a verbal undress. That's one thing I've always said to people. And that's like, you know what I mean? When you speak like that to people, they, they feel a way. You know what I mean? Like, David, I can't really talk the way I be wanting to talk sometimes, man, because I make people feel a way. You know what I mean? My wife, my mother-in-law, they all told me this before. I have a tone in how I speak to people. that makes them feel the way. I have to, like, I've been learning how to curve my speech and keep it to myself, you know, because people are very emotional. <laughs> very me, me, emotional and you, me and you both. Like, I have people tell me all the yeah. time, like, even my mom, they're like, she'll be like, you're 
exclusively nasty. It's really just a, when I say, and I tell him, like, you know, it's not me being disrespectful but nasty. It's being the fact that I'm not going to take anybody's shit. You know, you, you, yeah. you, you, reach, you reach a breaking point where you have to be like, you right. know what, this is what I will tolerate, this is what I won't tolerate. Take it or leave it. I, like, at the end of the day, I'm like a grown-ass man. I got, like, a wife and kid. I pay my bills. Like, I got to, I gotta, you know, it's a certain way how you got to be, like, a certain... I guess I'm a little old school, and I have a way of being like man. And it's like a certain way to think that I just can't, I can't fabricate, you know what I mean? I just can't get into it. And you mentioned um, fashion. Are you and uh, Kwani going to be doing something together? Because she told me about her love um, for fashion and um, photography. Yes. Um, well, right now, it's my thing is I still, I'm pushing Kwani to be, what she wants to be, you know what I mean? My main thing, like I said, like people, America is seeing me, but they think that it's me not supporting my wife. It is, no, it's just, I guess I was raised with uh, tough love. And the only person that's going to make you do something is you. You know what I mean? I could tell you, you can do it, but at the end of the day, you have to actually do it. You know what I mean? And I said this in the scene, but nobody caught it. As always, they only just see the negative. They never catch the stuff that I actually say. Nobody can do nothing for yourself but yourself. Like I can, I can support you. I can introduce you to people, but at the end of the day, you still have to close it out. You have to close your deal. You have to do it yourself. So she, like you know, she has to be her own woman. She's a very independent human. But I've always got her back forever. That's how we met. I've always had her back, and whatever she wants to do, we can do. Like. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm always open to ideas. So that's how I told her, like, you just got to really pump what you really want out of life. And right now she really wants female fashion, so I'll help her whatever way I can. But it's up to her, you know what I mean? Because then that's what they say, you know, I'm on Puma's coattails and he's just doing it all. And that's why I just let people do for themselves. I have, like, a certain way, you know? That's true. And do you think that people should, well, this is probably a dumb question, but I'll ask them anyway. Do you think that people should be a little bit more open-minded with you and Kwani's situation and understand it a little bit more? Because she definitely went in depth with us about, you know, you guys' relationship and, you know, how Yeah, I mean, I can't really really ask for people to be more open. You know what I mean? My thing is I just wish people – would actually take their time and logically think, you know what I mean? People think with emotions a lot more than logic. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just go with they just go with how they feel at that time, you know what I mean? Like, that's what my, like, the last three Instagram posts I have, it's all about how people feel about me. And people really have their feelings, you know what I mean? They really put their feelings into stuff, but they logically don't think about what all the stuff that they write, how they say, like, you're called to be a hater, but yet you're being a hater by coming on my page. It's ain't all type of negative stuff to me. I just don't get humans, you know what I mean? But I don't ask them to lower their ways. At the end of the day, they're watching the show. They're expressing how they feel. It's called America. Everybody's subject to their opinion, so it's all good. That's true. That's true. Now, what's one thing about this season that you just absolutely hate that's going on? Um... That you guys can't see everything. You guys are seeing one hour of a TV show, but this show has been being filmed for months on. But and then there's stuff in between while filming is not going on. That I wish I could all see everything. 
I feel if America saw everything. There's like so much more that goes on to just filming this TV show. There's, there's other things that's going around, you know, like I just wish everybody could see everything, you know. I mean, like, I hate to just say, oh, I'm blaming editing because that's not what I'm doing. You know what I mean? At the end right. of the day, you say what you say and they film it. But there's still other stuff that they, you know, people don't see. You know what I mean? They don't see what goes on, background stuff, you know? So it's all good. Right. So now, what what do you wish that people could see in this season that you're not sure, um, well, that we'll ever see? In just Just a small tease, if anything. That's something that I wish they could see that they're never going to see. Is that what you said? Yep. Um, My sacrifices. That is something that nobody will ever see that I do a lot, but they will never know, and nobody will never see. The sacrifices of Puma. Shout out to my manager. He always calls me baby Jesus on some really funny shit because he's like, yeah, you literally sacrifice your whole body for human beings, and nobody never knows. But I'm like, yeah, that's for life, you know? Mm-hmm. It comes with the game and territory, you know? And I've never been the type to really, like, throw it in people's faces, you know what I mean? I've done a lot of background stuff for random, the most randomest people. You'd be really surprised, you know? And I've never been the type to, like, overly boost it up. I just, like, it's just the sacrifices that you have to put in to be in the game that you're in. Right. Ooh, you know what I just thought about? The music. When, when yes. do you get back to the music? Well... I mean, like I've been lately on the low with the music. Like I've, I've kind of put some artists together to work together. I've um, been getting a lot of music producers that send me music and ask me to manage them and put them out to the public. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's my my background stuff that I do. Like that's like one of my my loves and hobbies that I do on the low. That like I really don't tell nobody about because it's right. like I feel it's it's hard to sell somebody something they don't know nothing about me. There's certain people who do know that about me, and they'll call me like, yo, I know you know this person. Put me in contact. Yo, I need a beat, Puma. Can you put me? And it's like I deal with those people. If you don't really know me like that and you don't really know the capabilities, I really don't overly do it because then it becomes lawyers and paperwork, and it's just a whole hassle and a half, you know? Yeah, it is. And that's what people don't even get yeah. about, you know, just the industry and depth, even doing a reality show. There's a lot of um, technicality um, with it, which is uh, which is good and bad. But you know, it's just yeah. like you know, working at H and M or working at a corporation. You've got to sign contracts. Mm-hmm. There's a gift in there, yeah. and the beauty. Yeah, and it's like, and like I said, there's man. I got, sometimes I wish I can just lose it, have a Kanye moment, and like tell the world everything, but I can't because it's against the rules. You know what I mean? And I, at the end of the day, I have to. You got to play the game to win, you know what I mean? And it's all about doing your job and making everybody happy, and that's part of the sacrifices, you know? Stuff that you may not like doing, you have to do just to make other people happy. Sacrifices. That should be the word of the day. As a matter of fact, sacrifices yes. is the word of the day. For this show like you today. may have to go somewhere. You may have to go somewhere that you know you don't really want to be at to go support something you really don't care about supporting. But the sacrifices mm. of life, you have to go. So, you know, it's life. (laughs) It is. I want to ask you about um, your friendship with Sam because um, we chatted with her, and you guys both have dope, innovative minds. And she, you know, she she mentioned the fact of, like, before her actually wanted to go ahead and go go ahead and do stuff, like, you really pushed her 
Um, how's it working with somebody like that? Um, that's my sis for life, you know what I mean? Like, she always tells me all the time I'm stuck with her for life. You know what I mean? Like, that's my, my daughter's godmother, like, um, and somebody I actually do talk to a lot, you know what I mean? Like, me and Sassy's been friends before the TV, and we actually are still friends regardless of the TV. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are certain people you may see them on television, and they're fake friends, but in yep. real life, they really don't even make each other. And I'm not saying nobody on our cast, but, you know, people in general, you know what I mean? You see, like, different reality shows, you know what I mean? They be fake friends on TV, and then all of a sudden in real life, they don't chill. They don't actually can be in the same building. Me and Sassy actually hang out. Like, we play Call of Duty on PS4 together. Wow. That's so. That's a real friendship. That me and Sassy, like, we talk all the time. We play video games together. Like... I love her to death, man. I wish her, like, all the best. I, that's another thing with TV. Like, people was like, oh, the Wonder Twins are breaking up. I'm like, no. It's just, you know, you see Sassy ready to go forward with her life. She's mad. Right. Young. A lot of people don't realize how young Sassy actually is. And she's like, you know, moving forward with her life. It's not that we're breaking up. We're, we're not friends no more. No, that's my fucking homie, 50 grand. You know what I mean? She just has to progress with her life. You know what I mean? That's. That's not that's not what like Caesar says. It's called betrayal. No, that's progression. <laughs> it's called progression. It's a move on with life. You can't be just sitting there because we're friends and the person wants to fucking do another job that they they're betraying you. No, they're just progressing with life and they're trying to move on. You know what I mean? That's that's life, man. I could never be bad at somebody like that. I know that's all right. Well, Puma, thank so much again, man, for uh, coming on the show, chatting with us. It's always a pleasure. Always a great conversation with you. Uh, thank you, David. Appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Um, just make sure y'all keep watching VH1's Black Ink Crew. Love me, hate me, either or. It don't really matter, but just keep watching. You don't even worry about it if they're going to hate or love. You just keep doing your thing, man. Like, you, yeah, you're doing right. great. All right. Oh, yeah, and one last thing, David, though. For the people who like to freaking troll on Instagram. Oh, my goodness, man. Can most grown men stop calling me ugly? I don't want no grown man calling me cute. So you shouldn't be calling me ugly. I really don't really care about my cat. And also, with these females who don't really know, man, just leave me alone sometimes, man. Like, some of these women really go really hard to say their piece, you know what I mean? But they sound more crazy than what they're actually talking about from the show. People need to relax with the social media, man. I'm all about your opinion. Don't go so hard, man. It's not that serious. Right. Especially not on social but, media. Know, it's like, hey, we supposed to have fun here, not not bash each other. Yeah. And, and then they get mad because they be so ignorant and put something negative on your child's picture, and they get mad at you for deleting it. Like, uh, I'm the controller of this. I can do what I want. Right. It's like, you know, but people, got to love them. That is so true. Oh, and the case for your uh, the accessories for the uh, phones. What um, what um, different phones are going to be? Some of be like the iPhone six and all that stuff. Like which um, which phones? Yeah, yeah. You know, look out. Oh no, we got it for everything from iPhone fives all the way to the six. Uh, you can definitely check out iufony dot com or just follow it on Instagram iufony. And uh, just keep paying attention to what Puma's doing, man. I trust me, I have a lot in store for the human. And I'm going to surprise a lot of people, man. Just just know that, David. Remember me telling you this, David. I'm going to surprise a lot of people, man. I believe it. Oh, I believe it. And people, you got to you know keep your eye on Puma. Puma's always got great stuff uh, in the world that 
been shot this shit down too. So keep keep your eyes on keep your eyes there. Don't blink. Keep your right. eyes right there. Right. Thank you, man. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy and you are now tuned in to the Biz with D. I 
told him meet me at the Trump Ivanka. I said, come here, let me show you how the cookie tastes. This, that, yeah, nigga, eat the cookie face. Rod, 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 rod.
What's good, world? This is your girl, Canary Diamonds, and make sure y'all tune into The Biz with D every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Yeah.